Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. Subscribe now and decide for yourself, dystopia or paradise? It's May 9th. Let's see what happened this week. The International Monetary Fund's managing director has noticed more and more countries are accepting crypto as valid currency and said, hold on, we're trying to control the world's monetary systems here. So she warned countries to stop it. Stop adopting cryptocurrency as their legal tender. She'd rather everybody just stick with central bank-issued money. Because Web3 and blockchain and crypto, it's all right there in the word, decentralization. And the IMF is all about centralization. That's the opposite. It's like trying to put Will Smith and Chris Rock on the same stage. It's just not going to work. Who's making crypto legal tender? The latest countries are Central Africa Republic and El Salvador. And part of the reason is they want to lure Bitcoin holders to their countries for business and tourism. How dare they? The IMF has its own centralized central bank digital currency. And they say if a country must innovate its financial system, that's what they should use. You know, if you must innovate. Turns out Meta's Instagram will indeed support NFTs for crypto art from several of the big blockchain networks. That was the rumor, and sometimes rumors are true. In fact, a pilot was expected as soon as this week. Pilot meaning test program, not Tom Cruise in the new Top Gun movie. Ethereum, Polygon, Solana, and Flow host most NFTs, but it's not clear yet if NFTs from all four are going to be supported. What is known is that you won't be charged for posting and sharing NFTs, so knock yourselves out. It also isn't known if you can mar the artist's original vision by throwing filters and stickers and wacky text on their NFTs when you do share them. None of this matters anyway because an NFT isn't a selfie of you, and what good is any Instagram without you in it? If you're thinking about getting rich as an NFT artist, here I come with a hat pin to pop your balloon. Yes, I wear ladies' hats with hat pins. My head, my choice. At least one lawyer is saying it's impossible for anyone to buy an NFT and legally own an associated digital asset. The common belief is that decentralization and interoperability let you prove ownership. But what you're buying is just a unique string of bits registered in a digital ledger. The NFT and the digital item attached to it aren't the same thing. Yes, the NFTs are on the blockchain, but all the visual and functional aspects of digital assets, what gives them any value, are on private metaverse platform servers running proprietary code with their own databases. Your quote-unquote property isn't on the blockchain at all. So, the platforms can do whatever they want with your stuff just by breaking the link between the digital asset and its original NFT ID codes, the ones you thought proved you owned it. But I'm not a lawyer, so call Matlock. Well, something is making people increasingly suspicious of NFTs because one report citing data from nonfungibles.com says the market for them is collapsing. Last year was a great year for bored monkeys and their friends. The NFT market boomed. 
This year, the word you're looking for here is dwindling, 92% down from the height of the end of last year. Non-Fungible tried to put a happy face on it, saying there are still more buyers than sellers, so interest is still present. Yikes, that's not exactly a rousing statement. Can you imagine if CNBC reported there's a mass sell-off of Tyson stock, but there still seems to be some interest in chickens? Plus, the number of active wallets is also decreasing. Not to be deterred, proponents still say NFTs are the future of art. I'm sure at some point somebody told Monet that graffiti was the future of art and he didn't listen either. Time for news from the Vatican. No, I haven't changed podcast topics in the middle of an episode. It's just that the Vatican is apparently getting into the metaverse and developing Catholic Church NFTs. I say apparently because the church has been a little cagey with the media in arranging interviews with the person in charge of everything meaning the chairman of this Vatican initiative, not God. What they did say in a press release was this is a public-private partnership to extend the availability of the Vatican's heritage, manuscripts, masterpieces, and academic initiatives to people who otherwise won't be able to experience it. The private part is Sensorium, a Switzerland-based metaverse company founded by a Russian oligarch. Awkward. The church's stand on the metaverse will be interesting to watch as questions arise such as should the same moral strictures apply there as they do here? And will they be ignored just as much as here? The metaverse would never be a potential commercial success if it didn't involve at least some form of buying women. And this time up for sale is Hannah Elizabeth, who used to be on the show Love Island. She's going to auction off four NFT images, including one that's a 3D body scan of herself. Her chosen platform is Becca, if you're interested, and each NFT comes with a unique royalty with a private insight of her life. I guess those would be her turn-offs and turn-ons. As for the 3D body scan, we're going to assume that will be something like an avatar of Hannah and not a medical virtual scan of her insides. That's what we've got for you this week. Subscribe to the show, talk to people or bots about it, and we'll be here next week. Music